Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Sports by the Hour podcast. Today, we're going to talk about our reactions to the Super Bowl, and this is Ethan Shep, Evan Silik, and Matthew Schwab. Okay, so um, I had a couple things written down that I decided to, uh, you know, think about uh, after the game. Uh, so I, I have a little bit that I have to say. First of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all. Don't blame Kyle Shanahan. Don't don't blame this all on Kyle Shanahan, at least. And do not blame all of this on Garoppolo. Um, personally, uh, I, I heard Colin Coward say this, and I thought that he was completely right. It wasn't all Kyle Shanahan's fault. I think that he coached a fantastic game the first three quarters. But uh, when it did come to the fourth quarter, he moved away from the run um, and tried to pass more. And that kind of that kind of led, that kind of set the the start of the fall of the team um i think that andy reed on the other hand coached a great game i think that some of his play calls uh the 49ers have one of the best if not the best fourth down defense in the nfl and andy reed went for it twice twice on fourth down got them both uh one of them resulting in a touchdown uh so i think that andy reed's uh game plan coming into this was great i think that uh, people are going to look at the first three quarters and say Andy Reid didn't coach a good game, and uh, he did. Uh, the plays were drawn up beautifully. Things just didn't go well for the Chiefs. There were a lot of drop passes, a lot of missed throws by Patrick Mahomes, um, and the 49ers' defense was really showing its true colors in those first three quarters. Um, then you get to the last seven minutes of the game, and in seven minutes, as Patrick Mahomes has done time and time again, especially throughout this postseason, he goes out there and puts up 21 in 6 minutes and 13 seconds. 6 minutes and 13 seconds against the best defense in the NFL. That is, that is unheard of. The biggest game. In, on the biggest stage in America. I mean, that is, that is Tom Brady-esque. Uh, and I don't think anybody can really debate that. Uh... I don't want to put this all on the 49ers defense. Yes, they did, you know, give up some big plays, um, specifically Sherman. Uh, I think that Sherman had one of the worst postseason games of his career, if not the worst, uh, to take it into account. He was targeted six times. All six of those passes were completed for 77 yards and a touchdown, and Patrick Mahomes had a perfect 158.3 passer rating when throwing at Richard Sherman. Um but on the brighter side, guys like Nick Bosa had a 90.1 pro football focus grade. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, watching the game, Nick Bosa was in the backfield uh, all the time. Uh, actually, he recorded either a sack, a hit, or a hurry on 30.8% of his uh, on 30.8% of the pass attempts by the Chiefs. No other player on the team had over 20%. So Nick Bosa, honestly, if the 49ers have won the game. I'd be okay with him winning Super Bowl MVP if the 49ers won the game. Uh, he was a huge factor. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Damian Williams. I think that there was a good argument that he could have won Super Bowl MVP. Uh, obviously, he had those two clutch uh, touchdowns late in the game. Uh, he ran for, what, 104 yards? Yep. 104 yards. Uh, had a rushing touchdown. That was the go-ahead touchdown. Uh a little bit controversial to some people, but I do think that it was in. Um, and then, obviously, he had the game-sealing touchdown 
in which, yeah, some people are going to say, oh, he should have just gone down at the once so that they could kneel it out. Um, but, I mean, I was okay with it either way because there's a 5% chance, there was a 5% chance this year of recovering an onside kick, uh, which is the lowest in history. So it's not like the 49ers had really a good shot to go down, score, and get it back. Um, I do think that for what it is, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the first three quarters – did not have a good game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was missing throws. Uh, he wasn't really looking like himself at times. Um, but towards the end, you could you could see you could see the beast that was coming out inside, um, and that that was when he exploded. And I think that that fourth quarter he played maybe the best five minutes of football I've ever seen. Uh, that was fantastic. That that over the top ball to Sammy Watkins was an absolute beautiful throw. Um, all in all, I don't think that you can really blame guys like Kyle Shanahan and Garoppolo. Garoppolo, yeah, no, he's young. Patrick Mahomes is young. Both of them had a really bad interception in the game. But I mean, it happens. It's okay to throw an interception um, or two. Uh, Patrick Mahomes threw two, and he won Super Bowl MVP. That's proof right there. Um, I don't want to blame this all on Garoppolo, and I don't want to blame this all on Shanahan or even the defense. Uh, in that fourth quarter, it was the whole team that kind of fell apart. You can't really put it on one specific group or one specific person. Uh, and also in that fourth quarter, it was more the Chiefs being – Dominant than it was the 49ers falling apart in my eyes. You want to go next, Evan? All right, so my takeaway on the game was um, I think it was a great game. Um, exciting, close. Um, every single minute mattered up until the very end, even with a game ceiling pick that. Uh, do we know what? Uh, yeah, who, who caught it? That was a moss. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was uh, one of the Fullers. Kendall Fuller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, so in this game, I think uh, I think both quarterbacks played like pretty well. I don't think um, either quarterback had a terrible game. I don't think either like I don't think either quarterback had an amazing game. Like you said, Patrick Mahomes had uh, two interceptions, two touchdowns, uh, threw for two hundred and eighty-six yards on twenty-six completions out of forty-two attempts. Uh, Grapple, on the other hand, had twenty completions on thirty-one attempts for two hundred nineteen yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Um, I think my biggest problem with this. Uh, with this game and what it com- came down to was when the 49ers with how much time left with like 10 minutes had the 10 point lead yeah and they shot and away from the run yeah they shot away from the run with with Raheem Mostert who was having a fantastic yeah, well, game with, not even Raheem Mostert but you have Tevin Coleman who's averaging 5.6 yards per carry and Raheem Mostert who's averaging 4.8 yards a carry and Debo and, and Debo Samuel he had Debo three end arounds he had three carries uh, for 53 Three yards, averaging seventeen point seven, and then he also was um, there's their second uh, receiving leader uh, in yards with five catches for thirty nine yards, averaging seven point eight yard uh, per catch. But so you're up by ten, you have a lead going into the fourth quarter with ten minutes. Obviously, that's ideal. You you had the ball right after the Mahomes pick, and all you have to do is a drain clock, and b when you drain clock, you keep the ball in Mahomes' hand. And I felt like they almost wanted to prove that they could drop back in the pocket and pass, and Jimmy Garoppolo could win them the game. And I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo Ty, blew the game. Did you hear what Tyron Matthews said after the game? 
They put, they played a great game. No, no. Tyron Matthew said after the game that thank God. The- oh yeah, thank God they started passing. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? And I and I don't and I don't blame Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a great quarterback. He's twenty one and five, ending this season as the uh, the starter for the 49ers. Um, I just felt like they they almost felt like they had to pass it with him or Kyle Shanahan felt he had to pass it because I don't understand what takes you away from the run game that not only wasn't dominant just dominant in this game but has been dominant all year long, especially when. By running the ball, you're keeping the you're keeping the that's how teams beat the Chiefs. You keep the ball, you keep Mahomes on the sideline, and you run the clock when you have a ten point lead. And the fact that they just completely they only ran the ball four times Raheem Raheem Mostert in the fourth quarter. He only he only got four rushing plays. I, I do want to say that for what it is though, when they did start passing the ball, the Chiefs defense did play very. No, well. I know I, I haven't got to the Chiefs yet. I think yeah. the reason that the like I'm, it's not really I can't be the most valuable player, but the reason that. The Chiefs won this game is because their defense held this offense to 20 points. Um, the over/under on this was 70. I'm pretty sure, and I think it was a majority was taking over all the way, and the 49ers only scored 20 points. There's only 61 points, and that was from the 21 that, that got posted in the fourth quarter. But if not for that, it was 20 to 10 going into the fourth. Um, I think the Chiefs' defense played absolutely amazing. Tyree Matthew played great. Uh, they played way better than I thought. I think if I had to pick the one standout player, people were saying that um, Damian Williams got robbed. No, he did have two big touchdowns, but I don't really think he got robbed. He had 17 carries for 104 yards, uh, averaging 6.1. Like, that's great. But, I mean, Mahomes Mahomes willed this team back. Mahomes made all the big throws late. Uh, he was shaky early, but uh, when it mattered, and in those last six minutes when your best player needed to play his best football, he was on. Um, but if I had to pick one player that I think just had an outstanding game, and it has to be, uh, uh, what's his name? What's the 49ers guy? Oh, Nick, yeah, Bosa. Uh, just played absolutely crazy. Uh, he was in the backfield, like Schwab said, the stat. But he was just on them. He was on them every single play. I think on the very first drive, he got a tip ball that, like, I was talking to Evan about when it when it happened. Like, what if he just grabbed that thing one-handed? Like, he had, like, and I remember when, it, when the game was over, they showed him a sideline crying and everything. This man was in. He was engaged. Like, he was ready to go. So, um, he's just a beast. Yeah, actually, in the game, uh, Nick Bosa uh, ended up setting a Super Bowl record for most quarterback pressures in a Super Bowl game. Uh, he had 12, which beat the previous record held by Reggie White. Uh, Bosa also had five combined tackles and a strip sack. Yeah, and um, another another two other players that had, um, I think, really impressive games were Tyreek Hill. Nine receptions, 105 yards, averaging 11.7. They knew, you know, Tyreek Hill's gonna be involved, but you still have to, like, so you can you can game play him, but he still has to make the catches. He has to like actually be a positive contributor. He did that, and Sammy Watkins came up big. Uh, five receptions, 98 yards, 19.6. I mean, at some points, he was Kelsey. Kelsey was getting guarded pretty well. He had six receptions for 43 yards and 7.2 yards per catch, but and it, and then a touchdown. But I think at some point, Sammy Watkins was pretty much functioning as the the number one option. I mean. It was just like every, he was making big plays downfield, and um, we saw definitely Mahomes and Sammy Watkins chemistry grow throughout the season when Tyreek was out. So like this was just a big indicator that Mahomes has found a receiver other than Tyreek Hill or Kelsey that he trusts to throw a long ball to. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I was just I think it is all really just all comes down to how great the Kansas City Chiefs defense was able to play, especially in the uh, third and fourth quarter, only giving up ten. Uh, they they held him sh- they held him to a scoreless fourth quarter and gave Mahomes a chance to get get back in the game. Um, I'm gonna try not to be too repetitive because most of the points have been taken already. Uh, 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with what each team did well. 49ers did really well in the first three quarters, staying to their identity, running the ball when running the ball on third down, not having to force any passes, defense containing the Mahomes powerhouse. And then on the Kansas City side, um, Mahomes struggled for a little bit. Damian Williams started picking up, and then their defense was had, had pretty much played fantastic that whole that whole game. They held the 49ers running just tank. That was running through every single defense to a halt, brought it to a halt, and that that was honestly shocking to me. For me, I did not see the Chiefs winning this game. I thought the 49ers had a better team. Uh, I won. I'm They're not going to say they do have yeah. a better team. I mean, but they have, they uh, they, <laughs> they lost. Better team, just more ex, more not explosive, more consistent. With punching the ball downfield and then stopping the ball on the other side, uh, Nick Bosa, standout player of the game. Obviously, he's ridiculous. He he just went off. Mahomes, I think he. I honestly think Mahomes deserves Super Bowl MVP because he's the only. Re- Without him, they don't come back. Like Damian Williams is obviously doing a huge part of that. But it nothing comes unless Mahomes is able to get their get the life back in him. I agree. Yeah. And I I do think the 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 run game like Mahomes got Mahomes this whole year has been he does amazing things last year too. He does amazing amazing things seemingly almost by himself. Despite yeah, no it's, run game. It's pretty much despite it. no defense. In this game, both the run game and the defense showed up. So yeah. when he even though he faltered for three quarters, they were able to score. If Mahomes faltered for three quarters, normally you need him to be Scoring eight drives in a row to come back oh, and beat yeah. the Texans. Yeah, that's why. But he messed up for three quarters, and his run game and his defense, which I did not think was going to happen, stepped up when it mattered. Yeah. And it was a great team effort by the Chiefs. That, that The Chiefs' defense is what brings me into my four, the fourth quarter. 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, he played a great three quarters, but you got to give the ball to your, your scheme that has worked through every single team you've played against. Whether it's against Green Bay or Packers twice. Well, I'm talking playoffs. Packers and um. Well, they just, yeah, they just play two. Okay. The Super Bowl. The, their scheme that worked on the Packers and they destroyed the Packers yep. was we are going to run it up your throat. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. He's no Mahomes, but he is a great quarterback that can get the job done. But they don't need him to get the job done. When you have Raheem Mostert averaging 4.8, as Shaft said, and Tevin Coleman averaging 5.6, and then Debo Samuel, every other every few drives, you have him run one end around for 17.7 yards. Like, that's that that should be it. It it's working. It what it wasn't not working. There was no reason for them to resort resort back to what they to resort back to the passing game when it wasn't necessary. Uh, going to the Chiefs, Mahomes, you work magics. You're 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 a miracle maker. I don't know where you may get it from. I don't know. Right there, if you need Mahomes stats. I don't need to. I don't even. I <laughs> I saw him with my own eyes. That man, <laughs> he was on fire that fourth quarter. Something, Andy Reid must have yelled at them third quarter, and because he, he came out there like a bat out of hell. Like. Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes? Is yelling people on the yeah, well, he came out like a bat out of hell in fourth quarter and was ready. And then, on, yeah, Damian Williams came out 
especially in the fourth quarter. Mm. And then Tyreek Hill had one of the nastiest jukes I think I've ever seen in a Super Bowl. Oh. Like, I like Sherman as a cornerback, <laughs> but he got disrespected that th- yeah, last that night. Was, Not last night. On the Super Bowl, he got disrespected. That, that one move that was like, he could have stopped him for a gain of a yard maybe. Mm-hmm. And he just made him look like a joke on the sideline. So that was oof, that was probably one of the best jukes I've seen in a Super Bowl. But Kyle Hushek. How about how about how about Hushek? I was raving about him the whole time. He had a great game. game. I mean, he's a fullback that had three for thirty eight. And this is a receiving game. And one touchdown. Like first fullback to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl since Mike Allstott in two thousand three. And Mike Allstott's one of the is one of the best. If and our, some people would he, say the best yeah. to ever play. I mean Hugh Shack is so he can he's a great third down running back. He's a great third down running back. He's like he he can block. He's almost like another lineman back there. And like Evan said, he's a receiving threat. His route running is like it, it was, it's like it's it next fantastic. to Le'Veon Bells, which is like the best route running that's not a receiver. This man goes out and he can he can break angles on 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 a linebacker, an experienced linebacker. He can he can beat off the line. And he showed his physicality. Like most fullbacks, you want to see them dive for the end zone. He dove in between two people oh, yeah. to make sure he he make sure he gets I that. Absolutely yeah. love Kyle. He dove that. Like I, think, I, think uh, I feel bad that he's not on the Ravens anymore, but he deserves <laughs> every single penny that he's making on the 49ers. Yeah, they made him the most paid for a reason. Like he's he he's is, just so versatile. He is whatever you need him, wherever you need him, however you need him. Yeah, like that's he, he's a multi-tool. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's an upgraded Patrick Card, honestly. I mean, Patrick Card played a couple games on the D line. I mean, I think certain. I think Hugh Shack. did he make it to the Pro Bowl? He should have. He did. He I'm did, sure he did. But he didn't. He obviously wouldn't go because he's yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I mean, Hugh Shack is a beast, and I feel like he was a name that I, Shap, I was surprised Shap didn't say it, but I think it just slipped his mind. No, yeah. I mean, I, I went like, po- I went to rant on him earlier in the po- earlier in our podcast about him, and you guys made fun of him because I talked about him I think for five minutes straight. Just how much I think he can bring to an offense, especially one that's so uh, centered around the run, and yeah, Kyle Shanahan yeah. can get so much out of him, and they do. Yeah. I want to talk about one thing that um, really surprised me. I I'm I'm a big supporter of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I mean, Mahomes is. Oh, yeah. I, Mahomes, we've already said this. Mahomes is on a level by himself in tiers of quarterback. Like as of right now, there's no one playing like not legacy wise, like Tom Brady and Drew Brees and all that legacy wise. But playing at the rate they're playing right now, no one is even on the same level as Mahomes. But I see Jimmy Garoppolo as a Pro Bowler caliber quarterback. Yeah, no, I never thought the Patriots should have gotten rid of him. And and I I was I was surprised that he couldn't have gotten a first down or two in that fourth quarter. To just take a little clock off and win the game, but they were just going three and out and turn the ball over and let Mahomes come back. I was surprised that. I, I mean, I think it's on the coaching for calling those plays because, like Evan said, get back to what you do. You run the ball, and if you want, if you really want to throw the ball, get the play action going and get people wide open downfield. Yeah. That's how Kittle explosive. That's Debo Samuel. That's Emmanuel Sanders. Get down when he missed that deep throw to Sanders. Oh, that was almost amazing. I. I was just surprised. Like, I I see him as a better quarterback than that, and I and I don't think that. I mean, there's no discredit to him. I just I was just surprised of he came up a little small to me in the fourth, and I just if you would have said pick a liability on, I wouldn't even I, he wouldn't even be a liability. Like we talked about, um, the Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. You could see him being a liability in the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't have said I see um Kirk um 
Jimmy Garoppolo being a liability for this team. Now, I think he's obviously helped out majorly by how good their run game is. Same how Lamar Jackson, when you have to worry about the run, that's why he can throw over top of you sometimes because you have so many people in the box. Jimmy Garoppolo, had, not for his own abilities, because because of his team abilities, he has that same benefit that the people are going to load the box and make sure they don't run all over him. And I just did not expect him to come up kind of small, especially in the fourth quarter. But I don't think the plays should have been called, but I just, I was surprised by his overall performance. I was, I would have expected a little bit better. But like I said, I think this team, I still think this team is one of the best teams in the league, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're a powerhouse next year as well. Um, you want to see something real quick? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ethan. I do think that the 49ers, alongside with the Ravens, and honestly, at times, like if you get a different quarterback, you could put the Vikings in there, uh, are talent-based, pure talent-based, not coaching or you know record-wise, just based on their players, the best teams in the NFL. You know, you got the Ravens and the 49ers and, you know, then... The Saints. Saints, yeah. yeah. Saints. Um, so, I think that the 49ers have a very good shot of being back here next year. Um, if not, with, if not without a question, being back in the Super Bowl next year, representing the NFC. Um, a couple numbers because, you know, we were all talking about Mahomes' performance in the last set, six, seven minutes. Um, on the go-ahead drive that resulted in... Damian Williams' uh, five-yard touchdown. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went five for five for 60 yards. And all around, in the last seven minutes of the game, Patrick Mahomes had a passer rating of 130, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 116 passing yards against what many people saw as unquestionably the best defense in the NFL. Well, I mean, I think the Patriots was, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stat-wise, at least. Yeah. I don't think there's much you can do there. Like, that's why, like, I've been a little bit easier on the 49ers is... That's just... That's just greatness. Like, oh, no, I'm not blaming the defense. Yeah, yeah. Evan? All right. Uh, the one, one player that I want to highlight is Tyron Matthew, who has played out of his mind in this postseason. Like, this is... We're, gonna, we're seeing his first and second year... Honey Badger self that LSU we haven't seen. Yeah. We're seeing LSU and Cardinal Honey Badger, which honestly he, he had never shown in the Texans. And he's showing emotion and he's just going out playing a good game. He had six he had six total tackles, four solo. So he's making those open field tackles that they needed. He stopped a huge play by Debo Samuel the first end around. Yep. Yeah. If he's not there, it's a touchdown. Yeah. Um but the main th- one of the things I want to talk about is Richard Sherman and Jimmy Garoppolo. They obviously did not play their best game, but some uh, for, I saw a few posts that on the 49ers that like they should cut Richard Sherman, and I disagree with that 100%. He had a bad game, yes, but he's also playing against Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, who Sammy Watkins in the beginning of his career was in, what, two or three Pro Bowls back-to-back? Yeah, the fastest show on turf, I mean. Yeah, he was... She was fantastic, and then Tyreek Hill, the fastest player in the NFL. No question. And then McCall Harmon. And then he slid over. Yeah, McCall Harmon's fast. He got injured, I believe, though. Yeah, he did. Early. Yeah. And then Travis Kelsey, who was just a dominant tight end. So that was my big thing. That was like my one of my big things is like this blame that's being placed on them. They were playing against the best of the best. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was playing. Obviously, the Chiefs defense hasn't shown much potential throughout this whole season 
but in the pro in the postseason, especially shown on the Texans, after letting up twenty eight points, they stopped. They stopped every single drive that the uh, the Texans had. So overall, I think the Chiefs' defense has stood up in this postseason. So has the run game, and honestly, Mahomes postseason at one of the best postseasons I've ever seen from a player. One of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen in the last four- quarter from a player. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. You right? Yeah. Uh, I was just going to add on to the Chiefs defense thing. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs defense, they don't rank highly in the NFL, but I do think that there is a lot of credit that isn't really given to them uh, for their ranking being so low uh, amongst defenses in the NFL this year. They were one of the top teams in total takeaways. like, And especially with a guy like Mahomes leading your offense – they're going to get that ball, and they're not going to give it back. Yeah. They're going to drive down, and they're going to score. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, my main thing I, I don't really need to talk about the Chiefs defense. I've already talked about it earlier, and you guys have covered it. Um, I do want to say Tyran Matthew has been the leading and driving force of that. That's why. And that's why we talked about it when we were making our um, playoff pictures, and I was taking them to beat – because I had them playing the Patriots. The Patriots didn't beat the Titans. But I was talking to you about it ever since he – Turned that switch when Mahomes came back healthy, week yeah. eight or nine, and then he won the AFC Player of the Month. Ma- Tyron Matthew was playing on a new level. He's just been showing his honey badge. Yeah, like, and yeah, and we have I think we haven't seen uh, before. And what, what we expected him to be, he's finally and it, and it flips the switch for that whole entire defense and this team. Now talking about historic, historic um, postseason and everything, um, they're the only team in NFL history to have three comebacks where they were down by more than 10 at a point and win by 10. And that's, and that is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, That is, that is Patrick Mahomes. That's not giving up no matter what you're down 24, nothing in a playoff game at home where the home crap people left people, their own a fan left at the home playoff game down 24. Oh, and Patrick Mahomes just like that can erase it. And for him to do it in the AFC championship. And then again, do it in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. um, It's just something that, it's almost like it's, it's almost like it's almost like you wrote it in a book. It's not even real. And then uh, Andy Reid gets his first. And I want to talk about Damian Williams. Um, he tied the postseason record, uh, playoff record, uh, for eleven touchdowns in a uh, postseason run. So I mean, that's that's pretty impressive from a running back that doesn't really get much respect in the whole NFL community. I mean, some people don't even know who he is if you're not a devout, yeah, yeah, if you're not a devout fan. So. Um. Yeah, uh, just a little side note that I feel like has to be said. Uh, if there were any people still doubting Patrick Mahomes by this point, which I don't think there are many, if not anybody, I think that this postseason and even this game, like the last six minutes of this game alone, he, like he's the next, he's the next one, he's the next Brady. He like obviously, like I don't know if he's gonna win as much as Brady. As long as he stays healthy, he's on track. Yeah, I mean, he's the he's the first. Well, he's the youngest player to ever win an MVP and a ring. And, a ring. Uh, and not only that, but he won Super Bowl MVP too. And um, what's it called? Um, he has. But I think that I think that Patrick Mahomes is without question the next. He he is the next great one. In his first two seasons as a starter, he's won MVP, been to two AFC Championship games, and won a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's much. Like, I think that the competition for the AFC the for the years to come, if both of them can stay healthy, like, it's it's Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. 
I mean, Patrick okay. Mahomes is a once in a lifetime talent. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess this is our our talent of the of our life. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with having the guy that I Honestly, grew up I hope him. I don't know, but I hope he's like a Joe Montana. I I really hope he is a Joe Montana. And I love but, his character too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is just has a great mindset on on games. Like you said, don't give up. And like most quarterbacks are da- putting their head down. Like Aaron Rodgers. I saw 10. that. I saw that man put his head down, and down, I was like, game over. Down twenty to ten with six minutes left in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Yeah, most quarterbacks are gonna put their head down. I mean, guys that don't put their head down, like Brady, Manning, Mahomes. Like it's it's something that you don't see. So I think that Mahomes, without question, the guy. Uh, I also want to say that um, Andy Reid, uh, for sure, cemented his legacy. Uh, he finally got that big game. It's like the only knock on his career. I mean, yeah. He's been one of the greatest offensive mind coaches ever. And the only knock on him was that he couldn't even win the big game. And um, not only did he, he do it, but he got it with the guy that they traded up the draft, which they got a lot of flack for when they traded up to get uh, Mahomes on the um, – 10th pick in that draft back in the day and so he did it with his guy and I couldn't be more happy for Andy Reid and now his yeah. at the very worst his legacy is complete yeah I mean his legacy before was you know he's top 5 in all time wins but doesn't have a ring and can't win it when it matters that's a race and you know he's going to go down as one of the best offensive minds in history and uh, he's he solidified his Hall of Fame uh, candidacy like a couple seasons ago, but uh, I think now there's no there's no question uh, where he belongs, and that's in Canton. I mean, he was going there anyway. Yeah. Alright, right, I have two things to say right before we close. Uh, <laughs> eat up, Reed. Them burgers are awaiting you. White House and uh, Kelsey, you have earned <laughs> your right to party. Like <laughs> the White House has ran out of food. <laughs> but- Trump, Trump don't know if you can order enough burgers for that man. <laughs> But Kelsey lost the number one tight end in the league, though. Yeah, Kittle, <laughs> Kittle has shown that he is the most dominant tight oh, yeah, end. No, he did, what he did that game was just disgusting. <laughs> I but, love Kelsey, but I think Kittle took yeah. it. And I mean, Kelsey's no slouch. Oh, though, yeah, right? no. Oh, Kel- no. Kel- Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. Like, <laughs> but that was, but Kittle, is, Kittle yeah. is something different. That was a great game.